Cast Network. I'm your host, Aaron Herman. We're here at the Present Tense Idea Slam to learn about innovation. Let's take a closer look. Uh, welcome to our very intimate Present Tense New York Hub. Uh, present Tense, as an organization, is here to kind of upgrade the operating system of the Jewish people. We have a number of programs uh, which aim to kind of foster innovation in the Jewish community, uh, one of which is the uh, Community Entrepreneur Partnership. In the lead up to that, we're hosting this uh, New York Idea Slam to try and see what kind of great ideas are bubbling out there in the Jewish community. We are lucky to have uh, Ariel Beery, the Present Tense co-founder, visiting from uh, Tel Aviv uh, in Jerusalem. Uh, so I'll let him take it away. All right. So hi, everyone. And don't worry if you don't have a seat uh, right now. A lot of this is going to be moving around. And so what I'm going to do, uh, what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about a, uh, a methodology for generating ideas and for taking the, those uh, uh, seeds of ideas and building out from them uh, possible programs, initiatives, things that we're interested in, either as people who we want to support or as people who have those ideas, to build coalitions around those ideas, and, and so on. And so the Idea Slam is a uh, methodology that we develop based on research by two different institutions. Uh, one is a small institution called uh, NASA, uh, which found after the Challenger accident that individual brainstorming, uh, that, that group brainstorming uh, leads to group think. And what that means is that oftentimes when people say, let's brainstorm, uh, what it happens often is that the most vocal person in the room or the person with the most authority or power in the room ends up pushing brainstorming towards a certain direction. And what that does is it sometimes hides very important ideas and directions that otherwise uh, should be brought to bear. Um, and so what NASA recommended is that first people brainstorm individually, and then they brainstorm together as a group. They, they integrate that. Another group that did research on, on brainstorming collaboration is a, uh, a firm in San Francisco called IDEO. And IDEO is a design firm that found that oftentimes people have different types of uh, understandings uh, that come out of different uh, 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 knowledge modalities, right? So some people are better with uh, spatial representation, some people are better with pictorial representation, and, and so on. And so what we did from that is we drew from that the, the, the need to be able to integrate ideas not only linearly, but, but spatially. And, and you'll see how that all works. And so I'll, I'll work through the, the process very uh, quickly. If you have any questions, I'll answer them, and then we're just going to get on and learn from doing it. Um, so the process begins with something called the drunken brainstorm. Now it's called drunken because it's supposed to go really, really fast. Uh, it also has we have beer here, so if you really want it to be drunken, that, that, that tends to grease the wheels as well. Um, the drunken brainstorm starts with cards. So each person is going to get uh, four cards, uh, and what's going to happen is they're going to take one of these cards, and they're going to write on the card one issue or challenge or idea that they have, something that's been you know, uh, bothering them or tickling them uh, about the world around them. Uh, and, and in this case, particularly about the New York uh, community and, and so on. And so you write that one idea on the card, and then what you're going to do is you're going to pass it either to your right or to your left. That is, you're going to be in a group of, sorry, I should have said you're going to be in groups of four. 
Uh, so we're going to break up into groups of four. You're each going to get the card, and you're going to be passing out either your right or to your left. The person that gets the card is going to have to either expand on that idea or focus that idea. So for example, if one person writes on the card, um, better volunteer opportunities, the person who receives the card can say either better professional volunteer opportunities by contracting that idea, or they can say, and better opportunities to just have fun, expanding that idea. All right? And then they take that same card and they pass it to the other person. Well, everyone's doing that at the same time. So the, the, you're going to be writing something and you're going to be passing something and you're going to be integrating something where your goal is to get rid of all your cards. When you get rid of all your cards, you win and everyone else loses. And that should make you feel good. <laughs> so that, that's the basis of it. And what what's going to happen from that? What? What do you win? What do you win? <laughs> I'm very motivated. Uh, yes, I understand. Competition is a motivator, and uh, you win a beer. And then based on that, um, based on that, at the end, every group of four, if every group of four, each person starts off with four ideas, every group of four will generate how many ideas? But not exactly, because it's 16 ideas that then people have commented on four times, which leads to how many ideas? More ideas. And so in the end, what's going to happen is you're going to have a whole lot of ideas in the card. That is, you're going to have one person's primary idea with another person expanding it, another person contracting it, getting to a certain place where there is an integrated idea on each one of these cards. Well, once you're done with these cards, once we're done with that round, which is going to take between 15 and 20 minutes, what we're going to do is we're going to give everybody a stack of, uh, every group a stack of, uh, of uh, post-it notes. Each person is going to pick out of that pile of around, it depends on how, you know, who won and when, but it will come out to around 50 to 60 ideas, is going to pick two ideas or two challenges or two issues that speak to them the most. And they're going to take those two challenges and every person is going to at some point come up here to the board and explain what speaks to them and they're going to place them somewhere on this board, on this wall. And what's going to emerge from that is a tag cloud. What's going to emerge from that is a set of ideas that is concentrated according to interest. Right? And that's going to give us a sense of what people are interested in this room. And then based on that, we can go and break up into groups to, to think about ways to solve those problems. Right? So as you can see, this can, this can work as a methodology in organizations and institutions and communities. And it's actually a whole lot of fun. So the best way, I think, to do it is to learn by doing. Uh, so, any questions about the drunken brainstorm part before we go off and do the other parts? And we'll explain that each time again before we do it. You understand what we need? You understand what the idea is? So, what I'm going to be doing is uh, we have here a bunch of, a bunch of cards. And uh, what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going to be uh, handing them out to groups of four. So, what I would ask you to do is to find three other people, so groups of four, that you don't know. Uh, actually, we probably have enough people to do groups of five. So let's do, uh, let's do groups of five. The way the present tense has always worked is the mixture of uh, people from different backgrounds, from different generations, because a community needs to integrate everyone in order to actually solve problems. And so find three other, four other people that you don't know. And we have a table over here, a table back over there, a table here. And then we also have tables in the other room uh, where you guys uh, can congregate. And I will give you all cards, and then we'll get going. Questions? All right, let's do it. Find your folks. My name is going to be So, 
One of my main ideas are ways to avoid Jewish school tuition because I feel like everyone should have access to a Jewish education that's super expensive okay. in America. Okay, so that's going to go here on the map. Great. Because I feel like right next to it is going to be the sushi restaurant. All right. <laughs> okay. Now, um, I'm a private tutor, and I feel like it would be amazing if there were some sort of database, not with resources, but a database for tutors, Jewish studies tutors, regular, well, let's stick to Jewish studies tutors, let's say, and then clients that need that. Mm. And then perhaps some sort of like international Skype method so you could teach and avoid Jewish school tuition at the same time. Okay, okay. great. So that would go right next to it. Okay, with the bicycle rack that's selling sushi. Great. Right there. Great. So, so that's so. Thank you. That was a very, very uh, brave uh, first one. So we have now we have two ideas for things that the community can be dealing with, right? And things that Esther is particularly passionate about. That's a good. My name is David Coleman. It's my first event like this. So far, so good. Um, very cool. So, say again. Thank you. Um, not enough online Jewish learning opportunities. Correct. Which is very similar to another theme that we saw, which is no one has time to do anything. So learning online saves time. So I'm putting that. Okay. The other one, a little bit less tactical, which is what does it mean to be Jewish? And one thing I've thought about a lot is like. It's, it's a far example, it's an extreme example, but I'm using it to make the point, like Sunni and Shia were both the same religion 100 years ago, and now they're at war, generally speaking. It would be naive to think that couldn't happen to us as we change the historical definition of what it means to be Jewish. Don't know what the solution is, but I worry about a problem. Okay. Pretty different. I'm going to go ahead and put it there about you know, identity and, and, and the policy surrounding it, that's a bit farther away than education-oriented themes. And what we're going to find, hopefully, is that certain people are going to gravitate here, certain people are going to gravitate here, certain people are going to be gravitating down there, and then based on that, we're going to understand where the room's at, where people uh, think that the most uh, important element of our, of our, uh, our time, our development is, and we're going to be able to break out into groups, all right? So whoever wants to come up next, please do. Introduce yourself before you do it. Okay. Hi everyone, my name is Arya Goldsmith. I'm working on a Jewish dating site called Trister. So it's no surprise that my first uh, item here is better ways to connect people for meeting and for dating. And we'll just put that on the side. Um, and my other item here is alternative funding options for new initiatives. So ways for new initiatives to get funding that's outside of the formal apply for a grant from an institution and convince them that you have a good idea. Uh, rather ways that the community could say, this is a good idea and we need to support this. So alternative funding options for new initiatives. Yeah. Friday night non-religious programming. So I tagged it alternative to bars, alternative to show. And anything with, from a dinner to an 80s dance to a bar mitzvah reunion game night, something like that. And then you can tell I work for present tense, pro bono volunteering opportunities for grad students to help social enterprises. <laughs> and on my mind is um, 
social media, social networking, which has kind of replaced actual physical interaction with your friends, and especially in the city, um, and how we can work on that, and I guess that's somewhere here. And um, then I said creating genuine connections in the city, not dating, not acquaintances. We have plenty of like Jewish dating sites. Um, and the fact is we're all here for a common reason. We all have common interests. However, um, we probably won't see each other again until like the next present tense meeting, even though we have a lot in common. So I'm going to put that. It's Jesse Mandel. I guess two things I think a lot about are Maybe it's kind of over here, but ways to find scale within the Jewish community. So you've got all these ways to find scale within the Jewish community. So you've got all these people who are buying some of the same products, using the same kinds of services. There's got to be some way to make it cheaper. So I kind of like that. And this is out there, but I guess that's legible. Um, I'm really concerned about water use and retention worldwide, particularly in the Holy Land. So I think it's really important. So I'm going to put it really high. <laughs> and it's not really related to anything. Sally Kaplan. Um, I'm from Brooklyn, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had so somebody had said banned plastic water bottles, and I like that. I elaborated, but you know it involved painting glass ones and selling them, um, finding people who use them or something. So I put that with the water. Um, and then the other one is volunteer shiduchim. So you have, like, you know, you're interested in volunteering because there was a lot of elderly stuff that came up in ours, you know, it was like services for elderly, whatever. So you're interested in, you know, volunteering for the elderly. Um, and then you can be matched with someone else who has a similar volunteering interest. And then you guys can go together and maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. So it's kind of like a date, but then also you're volunteering. <laughs> Providing, yeah, and providing you know, opportunities for, or providing services to visiting. So, back in Shidokin. <laughs> I'm Alana Gleischer Bloom, I think. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, I'm a teacher, a day school teacher at the Heschel School. You might know it. Um, so, both of my things have to do with school. Um, one is um, a day school teachers alliance as opposed to like resources, I guess. It's just I don't, I've never spoken to any other teachers about anything that goes on at Heschel. I have no idea what goes on in other day schools. I don't think anyone does. It's ridiculous. I don't know why we don't talk to each other. So I'm going to put that also like with, you know, avoiding Jewish school tuition, even though that doesn't, whatever, it's <laughs> similar. Um, and the other thing is really specific, but it's something I have been working on, which is like a women's studies slash empowerment slash anything that fits into like women's stuff, high school curriculum, like to create something within, that connects also to day schools and education, and yeah, total work. Cool. And um, my, professionally, I'm, I've, I'm starting a program called JCAST Network, which is a source for Jewish online learning, and I did not, for my group, uh, start that, 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 that card, so I, but I am going to use it. So a piece of it is creating online Jewish learning opportunities. But I did not create it in the card, so I just want to start there. Um, so, but I was thrilled to see it. And then figuring out, uh, raising money for new initiatives, ways to do that. Um, and I find that, I, yeah. Um, I felt like a lot of people are scared to give that first gift, and you can't move forward without that first gift and all of that. So. I'm Justin Cadis. I work on the executive committee here in the New York office. Um, my, my two are a, a Jewish database of organizations, um, 
something that I find that you know I'm, I'm relatively new to the New York area. I've been in this area for, for about five years now and I have a basic idea of what the landscape looks like but it still is troubling to me to sort of understand where the different organizations interact with one another and, and how I can get involved with any or all of them. Um, so something that has a database where I can go to it and sort of read about what these different things are and, and how I can become involved I think is something that would be really cool. Um, similar to that and as I think about the networking work stream that I'm um, chairing here uh, in the New York chapter um, is something like a LinkedIn for volunteers and so I know that people can list the organizations that they're affiliated with on LinkedIn but I still feel as though um, nearly all of my contacts are from my professional world um, and I would really like to have the focus more on the things that I volunteer with um, and being able to understand the different connections with the different people uh, that I've met through the different volunteer work that I've done um, and so that's sort of my second idea and they might might be connected um, so how where to throw them set it over here my name is more next to the uh, funding and volunteering side, which is the bottom. Uh, was that over here? Uh, David Reifman, um, I had one um, change bar mitzvah to age 18. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm dead serious. You had a discussion about I don't know where it should go, but I believe it's the, probably the most important thing that we are need to do as a community. I think the excuse that we're losing kids after the age of bar mitzvah when they supposedly become adults and everybody understands any form of adolescent identity development knows that kids are not fully independent until they leave high school. So I think it's actually it's a serious idea, although you might think it's unrealistic, you need to have it. And put all Jewish children's books and textbooks on iPad. Um, but the thing is in the education, if we know that there are going to be no textbooks in the next 10 years, and we know that kids are going to be using them. Like, why are we just sitting around not doing it now? It doesn't make any doesn't make any sense. Although, if you understand the Jewish community, it makes total sense. Right? Hammerman likes it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are ever uh, working within institutions or organizations where you have a ton of different people working on different things, and you want to see how people connect without having to go formal. This is a good nonlinear way to do it because I think that we can see that people are thinking in similar directions. Right? We have here a whole cloud that has to do with improving uh, access to education. We have here a whole cloud that has to do with uh, understanding the resource and unlocking the resources in our community in a better way. And then we have here a whole cloud that has to do with fostering connections between individuals, so people-to-people -people connections, right? And all of this, um, we might have figured out uh, through lots of conversations, but without doing it first individually and then uh, reducing it and then going on and, and putting it up there, we wouldn't really know the extent of it. And, and by the way, we asked you to limit it to two because of, we only want to do this event in an hour and a half, but you can do this event over the course of a whole day and you can have people represent five and then you can have people vote on those five and so on. But we're gonna, we're gonna you know, pull back here. And what we're gonna do now is we're going to be doing uh, what's called a rapid prototyping session. And what that means is um, some of you are going to be pulled much more to this direction, some of you are going to be pulled much more to this direction, and some of you are going to be pulled a lot more to this direction. And so what we're going to do is we're going to break up into groups according to your clouds. And if you have more than four people in one of your clouds, you're going to break off into separate groups. And the idea is for you to just get to know one another. 
just get to know what it is that drives you. What are the things that you want that you're interested in? We're going to have a piece of paper, a large piece of paper that we're going to give you. And if a practical idea that you as a group want to do comes up, or something that you'd like to support, or you'd like to help, or you'd like to learn more about, write it down. And if nothing comes, and all you do is you get to meet someone else that you're interested in, in getting to know better, and maybe from that a conversation sparks, you'll let that happen too. All right. So we're going to take 10 minutes to do that. And we have the. Do you want to bring the, the yeah. large piece of paper? So we're going to bring the large pieces of paper. So anybody who's interested in cloud number one, which is the schools and education one, that corner. Anyone who's interested in cloud number two, which is the resources unlocking resources of the community, that corner. And anyone who's interested in fostering um, connections, people-to-people uh, -people connections between people in the community, in this corner. And if you see that you have more than four people, break into groups, and then we'll take it from there. Two groups sort of had a lot of ideas, um, mostly having to do with the internet, as is appropriate for our day and age. Um, so the first idea was sort of this Jewish crisis where you could go and sort of by topic or by um, category, see what sort of Jewish resources you wanted to access. So we have a lot of people here who are actually in Jewish education, so sort of tutoring resources for your child, which could either be then taught by your, a teacher or, um, or not, for uh, curricula for in and out of school, um, places where you could go to learn text, places where you could go to teach text, uh, Jewish podcast, which is actually something that Doran has actually already started doing um, in the JCast network. Um, Jewish TED Talks is another idea. And then we sort of um, have different models here of different kinds of ways that people have already done this. Um, made Jewish education more affordable, like in Seattle, where there's the Samus Foundation that subsidizes Jewish education. Um, the Chabad model, which is that they have sort of an online school system for their kids who are abroad, um, wherever they may be. Um, and there's also Ichinuch, which is sort of like a orthodox resource, it's kind of a jumble, but um, different models of ways to sort of propose to maybe do this, actually. Great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so we mostly introduced ourselves. Um, it seemed like we were getting to something. Before I rudely cut you off, <laughs> yes. I understand. Um, uh, about volunteer duplication in processes among different nonprofits. Um, in New York in general maybe, and how we can use um, maybe LinkedIn type networks or some kind of database system to um, help at least cut the time and effort uh, involved in getting volunteers, interns, skilled volunteers um, to help organizations. Well that's what interpersonal connections are all about. So. Exploring different ideas, different modalities of communication. Feelings. Feelings. Yeah. Feelings. We talk about feelings. Yeah. Secular feelings, religious feelings. Yes. <laughs> all, all feelings. Innovation is critical in the Jewish community. But a lot of times, the ideas aren't brought to the forefront because sometimes the younger generations, they haven't found an outlet. Tell us a little bit about present tense and I guess how to yeah, I mean, you know, present tense works around the world to help the communities figure out how they can tap this amazing potential that exists within the community with young adults and connecting young adults to older and older professionals to, to develop new avenues for impacting the world. Uh, and, and the way that we realized that it was, it was 
necessary. So we have all these people writing for the magazine and, and talking about how they wish things were different. We just said, well, they make it different. You know, and finding the way to connect people with others within the community that are passionate about something, that want to help, that want to give an hour a week of their time in order to, to transform their community was actually really easy. And, and that's what drives us. It's allowing people to realize that they have the, the ability, the power to change the world. And, I mean, you're an innovator. You're not used to being down in past times. What motivated you to do that? I was a co-founder, and it was mostly because I was just inspired by other people. What they were thinking and what they were developing. A couple, a couple of times, a million times, I've been asked, you know, so, so what do you think is the next big idea? I have no clue. I have no idea what's going to be the, the next big thing. I, I don't think there is a magic bullet. Um, what I know is that if you give people the opportunity to try, they'll figure something out. And they might figure out a little thing here and a little thing there. But in the end, that uh, that amalgamation, that that uh, that full uh, trial, uh, people put in action, is what's important. For me, that's the definition of Zionism. It's the definition of uh, the Jewish people working as a collective actor to, to realize its potential in this world. Yeah. The idea slam, it was another unique way that present tense can bring together people from you know different backgrounds. What did anything surprise you? This idea slam? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I was fascinated by the uh, focus on uh, the people-to-people -people connections. You know, it's very interesting because we tend to forget that nowadays. And everyone has thousands of friends on Facebook, and you know they're hearing, they're they're paying attention to tweets, and you know there are all these technologies out there. The fact that people really crave a reason to meet regularly, I think that that's that's crucial. And I don't think our community realizes that because you know the the, the, the common wisdom is that people don't want to affiliate. I think what we're hearing is that people actually are interested. They want a reason to get together. They want to meet one another. And, and I think that you know we're forgetting that as we're trying to get more people involved. Uh, that they what they really want is to have deep personal connections with other people. They want to see them, to feel them, to, to, to smell them. You know, and that's necessary. And organizations need to know how to do that in a way that engages people's heart and soul. What do you get to? to see like the Jewish community change. Like obviously you, you start this organization, you have these programs. What are you looking to see in the Jewish community? Uh, I think that there is so much potential out there. And I think that one of the challenges we have as a community is that we underplay our hand. That is, we, uh, for some reason, uh, ascribe more value to to foundations that give millions of dollars than to individuals who gives hundreds of hours. And I think that, that, that re, uh, realigning the playing field and recognizing that, that people with their time, with their devotion, with their passion can change the world is very, very important. That's why I'm a big believer in JCCs and federations because they are community organizations. They, they touch the community. They, they are built on the community. And I think that you know, working with them to recognize that you know, we are in a historic shift as, as, a, as a human race and as a Jewish people for sure, and it's time to let things change. So I would love to see people take advantage of the resources within the community, not only their dollars, but their hours, their passions, uh, what's, what's in their soul, not only their pocket. Have you seen these shifts? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that people are recognizing that it's not business as usual, that there's more uh, in terms of time, in terms of energy, in terms of resources out there for people's experience and
professional, uh, professional capability. I think that, that they need more. And, you know, it's hard to predict the future, but where do you see the Jewish community in the next five years? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's never easy. Things are changing so fast. Um, where can people learn more about present tense? Uh, you can go to presenttense.org. Uh, our website is, uh, is available and getting better every day. Uh, and if they're in New York or in other places, uh, each city has its own site. So uh, go to presenttense.org and you can figure out the cities you want. As you can see, there's a tremendous amount of innovation in the Jewish community. This is Aaron Herman, and thanks for watching.